You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. we are back thank you for tuning in to mayday mayhem podcast i am your host mayday mayhem and ooh child ooh child 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 do we have some drama going on if y'all ain't heard Let me tell you, we're going to talk about that. Clear my voice with that one, child. Mm-mm. Let me sip on the tea before I tell y'all the tea, which y'all already know the tea. But we're going to talk about this tea. We're going to talk about <clears throat> Cordy B. Okay. And Megan the Stallion. I don't know. I have to make this face when I say Megan the Stallion because she's just so bad with it. She a bad bitch with it, and I, I love Megan the Stallion, and I just got to put a little, little respect on her name. So <clears throat> that's why I say her name that way. 
they sung WAP. Which, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But first, let's get in to Marriage Boot Camp. Love, well, the hip-hop edition, rather. I don't want to say Love and Hip Hop, but it was, <clears throat> excuse me, quite a few people from Love and Hip Hop, you know, on this year, on this seasons. And let's not forget Miss Phaedra Parks from the Real Housewives of Atlanta is also in there. <clears throat> but, um, excuse me, taking the sip, child, which child. But um, let's talk about that because we're also talking about the. Um, Fallout from last week with Vado and Tahiri. How you know, like I like I said last week, and I'ma say this week, I don't agree with anyone putting their hands on anyone, especially man putting his hands on a woman because a man can really hurt a woman, and also a woman can really hurt a man. So it's a rule in our house. Keep your goddamn hands to yourself. I am so serious. That is a rule in my house. It was a rule in my house so bad that the, the baby fucked around and said it one day. <laughs> she was literally, I think you know babies at that age. She had to be about two. So she's about two. Maybe about two or three. Going on three. We'll say that. And she was messing with. My other door, you know, they run it back and forth, back and forth. And as they do now to this day, they back and forward. I call them the two babies. But anyway, so the two babies is fighting. And the little one, three-year-old, tell at this time had been about, what, 12, 13-year-old. Keep your goddamn hands to yourself. Why? Because that is a rule in my house. Keep your goddamn hands to yourself. Even in the streets, I tell them. They can say whatever they want to say to you. But keep your goddamn hands to yourself. Back to marriage boot camp. <laughs> but anyway, Tahiri hit that man in the face with two apples. We ain't talking about no red apples. We talking about them Granny Smith green apples. She popped the hell out of him. She said, wah, wah. And like I said, <laughs> Muffin would hit me with some green apples. Like, we would have been fighting right then and there on everything. <laughs> but, however, keep your hands to yourself. And that also requires, don't throw nothing at no fucking body. Because, like I said, that man was heated. Anytime somebody change colors, and I'm going to stick by that. Because when I get angry, I change colors. I get blacker. I ain't going to lie. Eyes dark. Eyes chocolate. But let me get mad. She turning charcoal black. It's almost like a black with a shine to it. You know, Vado is not as dark as me. So he ain't going to have that little, that little plum like shine to him me i got that plum type shine to you beto face turned a whole different color and i didn't told y'all if anybody face turned a whole different color that motherfucker mad so he was he was heated he was trying to play that shit i was like <laughs> 
she hit me in the fucking neck with <laughs> two Granny Smith apples, okay? <laughs> Applesauce, alright. Okay, got your ass. <laughs> he tried to play that shit on. But he was sitting there <laughs> thinking about it. See, I know personally how it is to get hit because I got sucker punched by a three-year-old a few times and you can't hit them back. But you know them little fists and got your ass real good like you know, they didn't got you. <clears throat> and you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> because if I knock this baby out, I'm going to jail. So, <laughs> what do you do? You know, you just walk away like, hey, try to laugh it out. <laughs> like, little baby. Oh, you lucky. Oh, you little bastard, you lucky. Oh. If you had more years on you, I'll fuck you up. You know, <laughs> but however... What Vado did, <clears throat> as they were recapping about, um, you know, each drill that day, you know, which was the shock therapy thing. And, of course, Tahiri, you know, took her, her band off. And like I said, and that led to her and Vado getting into it. And she hit him in the face with two apples. And then he had the evaluation. And during the evaluation, Dr. Ish was talking to her. Ooh, and Dr. Ish, he just too fine. He need to go sit down somewhere. Little chocolate drop. He better go on somewhere. Mm-mm-mm. But anyways, child, Dr. Ish, you know, was just going over, you know, well, why were you shocking each other? Or why did you get shocked? And um, Tahiri started you know explaining her reasoning behind the way she was acting or whatever and Vado just jumped up and you know he grabbed her by her neck and I agree and everyone else agree like that shit is out of line bro you a whole man and as he grabbed her he was like he was saying do you know I could really hurt you? You know, and that's the truth. That's why you should have never put your hands on her. And the scary part, now I'm getting serious now, y'all. There's nothing funny about this. There's no jokes, no puns here. The scary part about seeing that scene and that made me want to grab Tahiri and give her a hug was that she wasn't physically upset. It was blank. So that means this has happened more than once. This has happened before. This is nothing that on the spur of the moment or, you know, <clears throat> this just happened. No, this is something that you've dealt with before in your life. Because I know me personally, you know, you put your hands on me, I'm heated. Like, I'm heated to the point, and I'm being dead ass serious right here. I'm heated to the point where you see that one tear come down, and that means, like, I'm ready to nuke the whole world. You know, literally. Like, where's the button? Boop, don't care no more. You know. That's that self-destruction phase, whereas I can't take no more. And that's if anybody put their hands on me. And 
it wasn't he shouldn't have jumped up on her anything if they wouldn't have been there like what could he have for real done or what has he done i'm not accusing him of anything however the traits that he portrayed shows that this could possibly be a um a thing that happens often is what i'm saying you know i'm not accusing him of anything i want to make that perfectly clear i'm not saying anything this is all theoretically and allegedly okay we'll use because you can i knew i should have been a therapist i knew it but had too many damn kids but um you can sit back and learn a lot from a person just by watching them and observing them and if you watch and observe the the chemistry between them two it's very toxic it's very very toxic and at this point you know of course dr ish pulled veto off of her and he separated them and when i say he separated literally she slept in her room veto slept in the office and they had security in between where they were not to see meet talk or interact with each other at no point in time which i think was the best thing because bruh you you put your hands on her like that and that's a problem especially in the black community period where men want to put their hands on females that shit was out of order it really was but on that same token you can't be throwing nothing at a grown man you can't be throwing no apples or oranges no peaches no pears no cherries no plums no strawberries no nothing don't throw shit at nobody nothing so dr ish um he called judge taller because she wasn't there him in production and everything she was there because she was out sick she wasn't feeling well and uh they had a talk with judge told her and she agreed that you know veto had to leave like you cannot put your hands on each other especially after willie and davon got into it in the kitchen where someone could have really really gotten hurt in that kitchen you know what i'm saying and now we find out that you know hazel is pregnant also and she was in that little kerbuffle trying to pull you know um shonda off of devon and letting them you know the men duke it out and you know women stay out of it you know that's a lot of stress and you know and of course hazel is doing better you know and we're happy about that but it's still a that's a lot of stress and the house is already under stress and then here you go you want to put your hands on her and like i said even when um 
Dr. Ish, you know, as he does when anyone has some type of altercation like that, he goes from one to the other. He went, he spoke to Vado first and, you know, had a conversation with him. Then he went and spoke to Harry. Um, and like I said, this blank look on her face, you know, was like, damn, he did this on TV. Like, I always say any behavior that someone exhibits in public is 10 times the fold behind doors, whether it's affection, whether it's um, demeaning um, behavior, you know, you know, sarcasm, little little arguments and to buffles and shit, you know, outside the house between couples. If you see a couple that's you, and you know, people, of course, mask things, you know, things are masked, but you can kind of see and feel that tension between people. And during, especially during that, you can see and feel the tension. And even she just had a blank face and she had to admit that, yes, in the past, she had been in an abusive relationship. And he had broke her nose. Okay. Um, you know, it, it happened. And my heart goes out to her. But baby, you cannot surround yourself with toxic men and toxic relationships and think it's going to change. You're still in a tox toxic part of it, whereas you're still dealing with a toxic personality. The man may have changed. It may be different height, different shape, different size, different color, but that toxicity is still there. So you're attracting that same type of person. You know, you don't want to be that person you were, but you're still attracting that same type of disrespectful mentality Tahari needs to love herself first and like I say to know what she will and will not allow in her life before letting anyone in so I think it was best for her yes to stay there in therapy so she could learn that this toxic behavior baby you don't have to you don't have to have that you know, you don't have to have someone that'll push you to those limits to make you throw things. And you don't have to throw things. The only thing that that person will push you to the limit to do is love on them and hug on them more. That's it. That's all. If you are with the individual and I don't care what type of relationship it is, even if it's a friendship, I have had to let go toxic friendships because it's toxic like it's only take 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 no give so I had to detach myself from those relationships in order for myself to grow and as I went on I've grown more you know I look back and saw the toxic relationship between me and these people and I was like okay wow I see the pattern 
I have to change that pattern because I want better. And that took for me to be alone, that alone time. That's why I always preach in my house that me time, me time. You must have that me time. So this is going to be good for Tahari to get that real help that she needs and that real good energy she needs, you know, surrounded by, you know, examples of how something can be versus what it is. You know, this is learned behavior. So I'm praying for the best for Tahari. So they asked him to leave and they told her that, um, yeah, he had to go. You know, and Judge Toller even went in saying that, that she's seen this so many times in her courtroom and know it's best that he goes and he needs to get his own help and that relationship needs to end. So, Vado left and everybody else in the house stayed, of course, and they let everybody in the house know that, you know, this is not going to happen again. Keep your hands to your fucking self. And don't disrespect yourself or each other no more, or you will be up out of here. So the next drill they did where they wrote down all of their insecurities and all of their um, things that, you know, have bothered them and everything in the past and that hurts them about themselves. And I have done that exercise before, and it actually does feel better. It makes you feel more confident about yourself when you do do these little exercises. It really does help. So I wrote down all the insecurities, and then they ended up putting the insecurities on a T-shirt. Then they all had to um, pretty much punch the insecurities out. Like I say, Shonda was telling that little man, little, little dummy man was up. Like, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, oh, shit, Shonda. That's that shot town in the girl. Ooh, ooh, you know, represent. You know, so <laughs> Shonda was uh, pretty much um, doing what she had to do, and everyone did what they had to do. Willie was tearing up the little boxing bag and everything, so everyone did what they were supposed to with that exercise, which was help to really beat those insecurities and bad feelings of yourself out. So that was really therapeutic for them. So we're just waiting to see what happened next week. Which yeah. But yeah, that was the highlight of all of that. And as we go on to our next segment of the um podcast i would like to give a big shout out to q4radio.org please check out q4radio.org they have their own studio there they have their own podcasting place there that's where you can also catch the flabby hoffman radio extravaganza and news what news with daryl marshall and bottoms of the barrel with thomas bottoms don't forget q4 radio also has a space where you can have small venues once all this 
virus lifts up, you know, we can get back to a little normicity of life. I don't know if normicity is a real word, but we're going to get there. But as we do start getting ourselves there, check out q4radio.org. They're really good people, good place. They even have a small filming studio. So check them out, q4radio.org. And also, let's not forget who's hosting and sponsoring this episode right now is Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is where you can make your own podcast at your own time. And guess what, guys? It's for free. Did y'all hear the visuals? It's for free. You probably didn't, but it's for free. Check them out. Anchor.fm or just, you know, look them up. Anchor.com, you know, they're going to hook you up. They hooking your girl up. May they meet him. So please look up anchor.fm. Now back to uh, (laughs) our next little kabuffle. I know y'all saw my girl Cardi B. Okay. Let me do it right, y'all. Okay. Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Oh, child. Did y'all see that video wop and hit a song? Nah. When I first heard it, I was like, oh shit. This that throwback music. This that house music, you know. I'm one of them. I was born in the 80s. So in the 90s, we had what we called house music, which was exactly what you heard in the background. You know, there's some holes in this house. If you see them, point them out. You know, that was the end. That was that was our shit. You know, we put some house music on and clean up the crib. You know, that's how we did. We put the house music on. It'll be bumping, you know. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. You know, hey. You know, that was house music for us. So, um, heard that in the background. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. And the hairstyle, of course, is what got me because, yet again, I went to prom in the year 2000, people. And actually, believe it or not, <laughs> between the 90s, like the 90s, in 90s to the early 2000s, that's how we wore our hair. It was up. Do you know how many girls went to prom with their hair like that? That was a style for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the shit. And when I saw the label vinyl of the head, I was like, oh, shit, you done went back for me, Cardi and Megan, you know, great girl, amen, it, y'all. And so I was like, okay, but then I heard the lyrics. Now, anybody that know me, anybody that know me, Knows that Cardi can do no wrong in my book. Cardi B. Do wrong. Have you lost your man? Cardi can do no wrong. And I love me some Megan Thee Stallion. She on that cash. I love me some Megan Thee Stallion. 
wait a minute now, but Cardi, 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 can we, can we talk about it, Cardi? Can we have a conf? Can we have a? Can we have a talk, Cardi? That song was very, very explicit. I was like, oh. And then the kicker is, I'm like, I thought Kylie Jenner was in it. And then I watched the video and I'm like, oh. So she just walked through the door. That was it. She didn't, she didn't, you know, okay. All right. Hey, that's hey, hey, I ain't I ain't knocking your bag. I ain't knocking your swag. Do your thing, girl. I ain't hey. I'm just saying. Mm. But um the words were very who child, Cardi. All right, so I see. I see how you you don't cook, you don't clean, but you got a ring. You hit the back of her neck with the dangly thing. Whoa, Cardi. I do not do that, ma'am. <laughs> Wait a minute. You making it hard for bitches like me in the streets. Hold on. I don't get out like that, Cardi. Cardi. <laughs> but no, you know, I wish Cardi be all of her success. Megan the Stallion. The song is... It's very, very vulgar. It, it's very adult content song. But, of course, everything she touches is going to turn to gold. So, I'm not worried. And that will be the end of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening to me today. I'm going to end my episode as I end all episodes. If no one told you they love you, then I love you. I really possibly honestly do and do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Thank you and good night.